This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva. Hello, and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. When I look back on my younger days, I cringe at some of the financial mistakes I've made. And that's not to imply that I made any life-altering mistakes or really made more mistakes than the average young adult. But man, sometimes I look back and think exactly what my dad told me. If I only knew then what I know now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I say that all every day, pretty much. Yeah. 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 And now as a financial services professional, you know, I have to do my best to help clients avoid my mistakes, much like my father was trying to do with me. Um, But I also remind them that we're all human. So mistakes are inevitable. The trick is to do everything you can to not make the same mistake twice. On our show today, we're going to examine some of the most frequent financial mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. But before we get into our topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony, whose intelligence and quick thinking (laughs) always helps our show make more mistakes. Oh, less (laughs) mistakes. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm not perfect, but I try to help the show out (laughs) as much as I can, Blake. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Couldn't do it without you. <laughs> well, and uh, seriously, though, uh, it sounds like you got a great show lined up for us. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with making the occasional mistake because we all do it. But it becomes a problem when you make the mistake over and over or if your mistakes cost you a lot of money. Uh, and that's key when it comes to your finances and retirement planning, you don't want to make a mistake that could cost you your retirement or derail it financially. So how do you want us to get started today? No, I'm going to start by talking about an Investopedia article that came out called the top 10 most common financial mistakes. I think it has some really good information that we can build today's conversation around. Um, The first potential mistake that they point out is frivolous spending. Uh, This part of the article contains a great line that says, great fortunes are often lost one dollar at a time. A lot of people don't realize, you know, that their morning ritual of going down and getting a coffee every day and, you know, buying a bagel and, you know, stopping to get, you know, a drink on the way home from work. There's just a lot of little things that can be easily avoided uh, by pre-planning. You know, you get up, 
you make your meals on Sundays or Mondays or whatever day of the week is, you know, best for you. That helps you avoid, you know, having to pick up breakfast on the way to work. You know, you may, uh, they may be expensive, but if you buy a Keurig, you know, that's like a month of not going to Starbucks Monday through Friday. You know, you got to take a look at some of the goals that you have and the things that you want. And I think it really helps you define it when you say, you know, I'm going to need $2,000 to go on my next vacation. And the next time you pull up into a Starbucks, you go, hmm, do I want a $5 coffee or do I want to be $5 closer to this vacation? Yeah, you know, exactly. It, it just comes down to, you know, some simple choices that you can do to help just really save every penny and save every dollar. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's really, really good. I mean, you have to be smart about it. And, of course, you know, the old expression, all things in moderation, right? Everything in moderation. Yep. Yeah. That is for sure. Because, yeah, so you know, when you, when you think about it, spending only... 25 a week on lunches is $1,300 a year. Wow. And that's $25 a week. You know, I think that if you go out once by yourself, even if you go to fast food, you're spending at least $15. Right. You know, yeah, so true. if if you're going to fast food two, three times a week, you know, that's shooting that, uh, you know, cost per year up a ton. Yeah. I mean, you could be looking at the four grand a year eating out easily oh yeah without a doubt yeah, you know especially today i mean when you especially if you have kids you know i look at i'm when i'm talking about going and getting food i'm talking about just getting food for myself you know if you have a you know a significant other if you have kids you just are compounding this on top of each other and you know instead of it being a time, it may be a time saver at that point in time, but just look at how many hours you have to work in order to pay for your, you know, food every week when you could work one hour, go to the grocery store, spend, you know, an hour preparing all of it, and then you've saved yourself, Lord only knows how much. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, and again, everything in moderation, you have to take it by stride. Don't overdo it, like you say. And I think that's that's a big one. A lot of people do make that mistake. What's another mistake we need to look at? Um, I think it's, it's really just trying to avoid the cycle of seemingly never-ending payments. You know, you don't want to be this financial ogre endlessly pushing your bills up a hill that has no end. You know, you're never going to crest the top of it because, you know, if you're just trudging up this hill of all these payments, you know, it's going to it's going to be expensive and yeah. it's going to be something that, you know, at some point you're never going to make it to the top of that hill because you're just constantly, you know, trying to you know, rob Peter to pay Paul is what my dad said. Oh yeah. You know, you're, you're taking one, you're taking out a, you know, payday loan to pay off a credit card. And then, you know, 
number one piece of advice would be stay away from payday loan places because those oh, yeah. are absolutely those are predatory. Terrible. Those are terrible. And, yeah, you don't want that, anything to do with those. There's got to be a better way. Uh, they're very predatory and very bad. You get yourself upside down really quick. Same with just credit cards. You don't want to do it. An interest rate now, interest rates on credit cards now and on payday loans are outrageous. Yep. You know, that's that's really my next point, too, is that you need to avoid living on that borrowed money. You know, swiping or tapping your card for anything and everything is incredibly common these days. I know I do it. Um, you know, but one of the things that I do is I sit down at the end of every day and I make payments from my bank account to my credit card because, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that. You know, if you're spending money, you should be getting points for it. So I do have credit cards, but what I do is I pay them off. I pay them. You can pay them off daily if you want to. Right. Um, you know, you just got to find what works best for you. For me, I just, I sit down and it's way easier if I transfer over, you know, 45, 50, a hundred dollars in a day to pay off, you know, what I bought that day, but it just helps me keep a more. Uh, succinct running total in my head of okay this is what's in my account this is what I've charged on my card um, you know I need to go in and pay this or pay that just to make sure that you know at, at the end of the month or before the end of the month I know exactly where my finances are and it's not gonna be like oh I spent all this money on my credit card I took all this cash out and now I have nothing to pay it off with you know, that that was a huge mistake I made when I was younger. Huge mistake. Yeah, so, that's not good. You know, it's a really slippery slope to, to using a credit card. But if you can become financially sound enough to have a, a schedule or a rhythm that you get into with using the card and paying it off, then by all means, please do that. Yeah. You know, if, if you can't and it just seems to be a struggle every month, just take that card and, and put it in, you know, your safe or put it in your desk at home so that, you know, you don't use it and that you can start paying it off. And you know that, you know, if there's a true emergency, you can drive all the way home to get your card and come back out. But, you know, you've got to be your own regulatory authority. Yeah, you got to be disciplined. <laughs> discipline, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Easier said That's than it. done, but it's the discipline. I mean, and obviously, if our listeners do need to have at least one credit card for emergencies or some larger purchases, maybe you should find a card. They should consider cards that offer really good perks and then pay off the balance at the end of each month, like you say. Pay it off before the end of the month or before it's due so you avoid any interest and you can take advantage of the perks. And I think there are websites out there that you can go to that'll show, you know, the best credit card perks available, things like that. Make sure you do research more than one site so you know you're getting a true picture and it's not just a fake site put up by the credit card company. So, uh, But there are ways to find uh, good deals out there as far as credit card perks. I mean, if you travel a lot, there's certain cards, If you you know, things like that. Make sure it's something you're going to use. You know, some people have mileage and then they don't fly very much, so it doesn't help them out that much. But yeah, I think that's important. And obviously, um, you know, uh, working with somebody like yourself. So what's another financial mistake that we need to avoid? You know, I think 
you know, a huge thing, especially now that people really need to consider is how much you're going to spend on your house. Yeah. I mean, housing prices have gone up significantly. Yeah. And <clears throat> some people still have it stuck in their head that they need this ginormous house with, you know, all these bedrooms and 6,000 square feet of space and this, that, and the other. But, you know, if it's just you and your wife or you, your wife, and maybe two kids, do you do you need 6,000 square feet? I mean, what's more important to you? I mean, do you want to do you want to be living paycheck to paycheck because you can barely afford the house that you're in? Uh, or do you want to have, you know, a modest house with a reasonable payment and still have, you know, an emergency fund or, you know, time money left over to go take trips and spend time with your family? You know, that's where I think it's really come down to nowadays defining what kind of family you are. You know, are you the family that likes to go out and do trips? Uh, are you the family that sits at home? You know, really just trying to figure out what it is. Because maybe if you your family is, you know, doesn't like traveling and doesn't like, you know, doing a lot of stuff and you just like being a family and being at home, by all means, you know, get a bigger house. But really take a look at, you know, where you're at financially and what it is that you want to do with your life. And also at what point, you know, in time, what point in time in your life you're at, you know, if you want all that stuff, but you don't have it yet, you know, you don't have a big family, maybe you just need the starter house, you know, and just know that, you know, whenever you get to that point that you and your significant other can tackle it together at that point. You know, it's not just you on your own trying to fight this big mortgage. You've got people on your side that are working with you towards a common goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that's a good point, uh, that you make, obviously, uh, you housing is just, some people go crazy and you know, what's a big part of that is you mentioned taxes. I mean, property tax alone. You know, if you only need a three thousand square foot house and you have a six thousand square foot house, why? I mean, your, your property yeah. taxes could be more than double. And you know, the more bedrooms you have, it goes up exponentially. Let alone the payments. You know, the overall cost, especially right now. So that's huge. And you need to work with a financial advisor before you make any big decision financially. Uh, or you might make a mistake. So how can our listeners get a hold of you for a complimentary consultation? Uh, listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your retirement income. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, that sounds great. And uh, again, give that website and phone number one more time. Uh, yes, sir. That's nvretirementplanners.com or my office phone is 775-674-2222. All right. Sounds good. Now, during our first segment, you were talking about obvious dangers to overspending, getting in that cycle of never-ending payments, living on borrowed money spending too much for a house uh, that's larger than you need. These are all big mistakes people can make. What's next? 
You know, um, I think one of the next points is really purchasing a new car. You know, again, just like with the house, this is another thing that people look at it as a status symbol. You know, how big is your car? How fast is it? How this, how that? But you really need to break it down to your needs. You know, do you need a truck that's lifted six inches and 37 inch tires on it if, you know, you don't really ever go off road in it? Or if you have, you know, a side by side or dirt bikes and quads, you've got all that stuff to go off road. Why do you need a big lifted truck as well? You know, it's just more expensive on your payments, probably going to be more expensive than repairs because, you know, they weren't designed to be lifted. Um, you know, so I really just think that, you know, you want to take a look at, can you find a good used car? Cause if you buy it brand new and you roll it off the lot, you've already lost, you know, 10, well, maybe not in today's market, depending on the car that you're looking at, but you know, still it, it's a, it's a asset that depreciates in value very quickly. You put a scratch in the door. You put a you know ding on the tailgate, and that's five thousand dollars in value you just lost because now it's not perfect. You know, it's it's really just trying to make sure that you can save up enough for a down payment that will make your payments affordable, or paying cash. You know, if you can do either one of those, maybe look at a new car. But you know, for those of us that you know, really just need a vehicle to make it to work, go do a few fun things. I am a wholehearted supporter of buying used and making sure that you have enough cash to make those payments affordable. You know, stay under the, you know, three to $400 range because I think three to $400 is something that you might be able to come up with you know, in a flash or in a pinch if something goes wrong. So that's that's what I take a look at. If that payment is $800, $700, like I've heard a lot of people's is, you know, that if something goes wrong and you're out of your job for a month, that could be a huge difference maker right there. You could either have one month of payments if you have, you know, $800 stashed away, or if you had a used car, You'd have two months of payments with $800, you know, stashed away. So it's just kind of really taking a look at your financial life and trying to make, you know, concessions in certain areas. You know, maybe instead of going to Starbucks every morning, you take $5 from your checking, move it over to your savings and get coffee at work. Right. You know, it, it just helped every little bit that you can save towards a goal helps add up. Yeah. It really does. So I think that's that's obviously huge, and you you have to you have to really try to manage these things as effectively as as possible. So is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, you know the I was kind of alluding to it, and and you know what I was just talking about, but the living paycheck to paycheck is something that I know everybody wants to avoid yeah but you know it's something that you really need to take a a very hard line stance in saving up for it because yeah. you need 
you need to have some kind of cushion, some kind of, yes. you know, uh, something to break your fall should something happen. You know, like I said in the beginning, mistakes are inevitable. And, you know, that mistake could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars if you don't have, you know, the right emergency uh, reserve set in place because just like we were talking about earlier with those payday loans, you know, you're like, all right, well, just going to take it out for a few days until I get my paycheck. And then, you know, a tire blows on your car and then you have to put money into that and that pushed paying off the payday loans. So the interest rate on that is just, you know, accruing day by day. It literally is accruing day by day. So that's why, you know, just trying to, Get yourself disciplined enough to save money so that you have three to six months worth of expenses. That's not just, you know, three to six months worth of, uh, you know, car payments. It's car payments, rent, you know, or your mortgage, food, bills, you know, just basic stuff. And it will be a lifesaver later on. You know, something goes wrong, you know, hey, tire blows out I've got you know this much of an emergency fund I can dip into that I don't need to go and put it on a credit card that's you know the best interest rate you're probably going to get these days is 24 percent you know it's just use your own money to pay for it and do it by making yourself disciplined enough to save for an emergency fund yeah yeah that's that's the key right there well you know what? We're out of time for today's show. Blake, let our listeners know once again how they can get a hold of you. And I know you're offering that complimentary no-charge consultation. Yes, sir. Listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222. To discuss how we might be able to better answer your questions and address your concerns about your retirement income. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Yeah, that's huge. Well, thank you so much, Blake. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendriva. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.